spent all week last week talking about eternity with our children. My prayer is that your children have either made the choice to follow Jesus or are on their way to making that choice. This week, we will start getting into the meat of what it means to follow Jesus after making that choice. Join me this week as I talk about teaching your children who's large and in charge. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. You know, all too often after making the choice of salvation, we don't know what the next step is. When we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, our next step is understanding exactly what it means for Jesus to be Lord of our lives. He is large and in charge. He's the boss. When we make someone Lord, we are yielding our will to theirs. It's a choice. When I received Jesus as my savior, I walked unyielded to Jesus and did what I wanted to do. I walked for 13 years outside of his lordship in my life, leaning on my own understanding and walking according to my flesh. Consequently, I paved a path of destruction in my life that I and my children live the consequences of to this day. Some might say I wasn't a believer. And you know what? Maybe they're right. I know when I invited Jesus in, something inside of me came alive. I believe the same thing happens to most of us. We invite Jesus to be our savior, but then we live lives completely unyielded to his authority. We do not read his word, or if we do read his word, we do not do what it says. Jesus asks us in Luke 6, 46, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? He's asking you and me the same question today. I believe this is part of the reason most Christians live defeated lives. Can you relate to this? If so, here's the good news. God is a God of second chances, and he has beautifully redeemed every poor choice and consequence for the glory of his kingdom. But it took fully and completely bowing my knee to him as Lord of my life and following him every day. And that is the key. It's a daily choice, not a one and done decision at the time of salvation. All this week, we're going to be praying for our children to embrace the Lordship of Jesus Christ in their lives, as well as stepping up our own spiritual walk to daily choose Jesus, to follow him, surrendered and surrendering our will to him. Do you have a friend or family member you know would benefit from getting our prayer sheets and devotionals? I would love it if you would tell them about Raising Kids on Your Knees. They can simply go to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe to the Prayer Tribe to join our community of prayer warriors that are transforming the lives of their children one prayer at a time. I'll leave a link in the show notes. It'll take you right over there. So how do we teach our children what it means for Jesus to be Lord of their lives? First, let's look at Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 through 11. Here's what they say. 
Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. God elevated Jesus to the place of highest honor, seated at his right hand in heaven. Whether we ever declare him Lord of our lives or not, he is and always will be Lord. That is a total game changer. We can make him Lord of our lives today or we can wait. But one thing is sure to come. We will someday bow and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. When we teach our children that Jesus is the boss and he is the one they need to follow, it gives our children a head start on walking out God's plans and purposes for them at young ages. It isn't always going to be easy for them. Following Jesus will cost us. However, it is a price well worth paying. It is only through choosing to be obedient to what the Bible says and following Jesus that we will live the abundant life he came to give us. Our children can understand the concept of lordship around the ages of 10 and 11. Before then, they aren't cognitively developed enough. So don't get discouraged if your child received Jesus at a young age and aren't understanding what it looks like to submit their will to his. This is a journey and a process for them, just like it is for us. The second thing I want to share is something that has made the biggest difference in my life. Look at Luke chapter 2, verse 11. It says this, The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. Jesus didn't have to do anything to earn the title of Lord. He was born Lord. We don't make him Lord. He already is Lord. There's nothing we do or don't do that changes that. Walking with Jesus as Lord of our lives is a daily choice. Every day, we must submit ourselves to his authority in our lives and choose to follow him that day. As we make the choice, pray, read his word, and walk in obedience to him, our lives will begin to line up with his will for us. This is how a victorious life in Christ is lived out. Did you know that when the Lordship of Jesus is settled in our lives, all other issues are settled? And here's the biggest mistake I made after choosing Jesus to be my Savior, and it's a mistake I would hate to see repeated in anyone's life. Look with me at Romans 10.9. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Often, we receive Jesus as our Savior and never think twice about walking daily with him as our Lord. I made the choice not to follow him daily, and it paved a path of destruction in my life. I live the consequences to this day, and so do my children. Maybe the consequences for you will not be as devastating, but there will be consequences nonetheless. When we sow seeds of disobedience in our lives, those seeds will grow and reap a harvest of destruction. We forget that we do not reap in the same season that we sow. Do not be deceived into believing there will be no consequences. When we believe there are no consequences to disobedience, we have fallen for one of the oldest lies of the enemy. This is a lie we don't want our kids to be duped by either. 
Young people rarely think of death, and I'm not one to talk about it a lot. However, understanding that God is Lord over the living and the dead is a very important concept. Romans 14, 9 reminds us of this. Christ died and rose again for this very purpose, to be Lord both of the living and of the dead. Death is a scary thing, whether it's for us or those we love. Knowing that Jesus Christ is the Lord of the living and the dead is what makes the, all the difference for the person who knows Jesus as Lord. And the longer we walk with Jesus as our Lord, the more hope we have as we get older. Lordship provides us with trust and hope in the one we follow daily. Let's face it, my trusted friends are the ones I know most intimately. It's the same for Jesus. Seeking him every day, his ways and his direction for our life is where we find hope and peace. Seeking him in the good times is what will get us through the hard times. The more we teach our children to seek fellowship with him, the deeper their relationship with him becomes and the greater the hope they have in him. I think most would agree that we're living in the end times and Jesus will be coming soon. Revelation 17, 14 is clear. Together, they will go to war against the lamb, but the lamb will defeat them because he is a Lord of all lords and king of all kings and his called and chosen and faithful ones will be with him. Not thinking about the end times doesn't make them less likely to happen. They're coming and there's nothing you or I can do about it except being busy making disciples of all nations. Satan is a defeated foe. Jesus also defeats the enemy in our lives today. He is Lord of all and that means the schemes, plans, and purposes of the enemy in our lives as well. When we appropriate his lordship in our lives and understand the power and authority we have through him, we can live victoriously in this present life and the life to come. Submitting to the lordship of Jesus is warfare. Our children need to understand this concept of spiritual warfare and that it begins when they surrender their will to the will of God in their lives. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this podcast today, would you do me a favor and forward it to them? Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. I'm so thankful you've taken time out of your day today to spend these few minutes with me. Let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, I lift my friend before you. I ask Lord Jesus that they would put that stake in the ground to follow you, that you are the boss of their lives today and every single day that though you slay them, yet will they trust you. You are a good, good father. In Jesus name. Amen.